The Tour Backspin Show features a legit, well-researched story from the PGA Tour in the 1960s or 1970s. The story shares some DNA with the tournament being currently played this week on the PGA Tour. If you're into this kind of thing, sign up for the Tour Backspin weekly email newsletter at tourbackspin.com or on substack.com. The newsletter also features the famous What Hole Is It contest, something fun from the world of golf off the internet, a curated Spotify playlist, and an antique golf ad. Also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube for news and features from Tour Backspin. Welcome to the Tour Backspin Show. I'm your host, Larry Bosch, and I'm glad you could join us. The PGA Tour event this week visits the Vidanta Vallarta Greg Norman course for the Mexico Open, a tournament that dates back to 1948, although it only became an official PGA Tour event this year. It has a colorful history and some well-known champions, including Lee Trevino, Ben Crenshaw, Billy Casper, Homero Blancas, and Stuart Sink. We're going to backspin to 1962 when Tony Lima added the title to his breakout end-of-the-year hot streak. Okay, we're on the tee. Let's go. It's Wednesday, December 12, 1962, at the Club de Golf La Hacienda on the northern outskirts of Mexico City. It's Pro-Am Day at the Mexico Open, and defending champion Tony Lima just signed his scorecard for a 64. A course record, 8 under par, 64, that bettered the course record on the rugged 7,522-yard course by four strokes. He easily won the Pro-Am, a warm-up to the main event, and was ready to defend his title. Brimming with confidence, he came out in the first round and shot a 1-over 73 that put him six strokes behind the first-round leader, Don Massingale, who held a three-stroke lead. What happened? Let's backspin to find out. Tony Lima brought his oldest brother, Harry, along with him to Mexico City for the Mexico Open. The two didn't spend a lot of time together as kids after Harry went off to study at the seminary in San Francisco. This trip to Mexico would give the two brothers a chance to spend some quality time together. In 1962, Tony Lima had turned his career around and, in the fall, he won the Sahara Invitational, an unofficial event, then won his first official PGA Tour event, the Orange County Open, where he earned his nickname of Champagne Tony Lima. After the third round, Lima promised to buy champagne for the reporters if he won, and then made good on his promise after defeating Bob Rosberg in a playoff. Three weeks later, he won the Mobile Saratoma Open. What did Lima credit this career turnaround to? Falling in love with Betty Klein, an airline hostess, what was called a stewardess in those days, who he met earlier in the year. Here's how Tony explained it to Howard Cosell in a televised interview called Champagne on the Green. You can see the whole interview on the Larry Bosch YouTube page. Uh, I fell in love just prior to the fall of 1962 when I won my first two or three tournaments. And I think that falling in love with my wife gave me just the edge that I needed to, uh, to kind of settle myself down. I think it's made a tremendous amount of difference. Stabilized it. Gave you motivation. Just goes to show you love can do anything. Yes. Even win golf tournaments. The Club de Golf La Hacienta features wide, sprawling greens, and despite its 7,522-yard length that was played at elevation, a premium was placed on putting. 
Lima's course record 64 in the Pro-Am was due to a fantastic putting round. Once the tournament started, his putter turned cold, at least in the first round. In Friday's second round, Massengale extended his lead to four strokes. Jackson Bradley was in second place, and Tony Lima was tied with Stan Leonard of Vancouver, B.C. in third place, two strokes further back. Lima had rediscovered his putting touch in the second round and shot a 69, but he still sat six strokes off Massengale's pace. In Saturday's third round, Lima shot a 68, tied for the low round of the day with Phil Rogers. Scores were high on Saturday, and Massengale shot a 75 and now sat two strokes behind Lima. The pros continued to shoot high scores in Sunday's final round. Lima, however, played a steady round, missing only three greens, and shot a one under 71 to successfully defend his title. He won by four strokes over Jackson Bradley of Houston, and Massingale finished with another 75 and finished in a tie for third with Alvy Thompson of Toronto. Champagne Tony Lima provided champagne to the press during his post-round press conference. His brother Harry stayed in the background and watched. The two brothers had been enjoying Mexico City, dining out in the finest restaurants and drinking, along with Massengale, in the bars around the large city. When Tony was finally done with the press, Harry approached him and extended his hand for a congratulatory handshake. The two shook hands and Harry was surprised. Even though it was a small tournament in Mexico, Harry recalled later, Tony was very excited. When I shook his hand, it was like sticking your finger in an electrical outlet. I could feel how excited he was. It was pretty exciting for me as well. As his career was just beginning to gel, thanks at least in part to falling in love, Tony Lima was able to overcome the inevitable letdown after shooting a course record in the Pro-Am, shake off the resulting lackluster first round 75, and rally to win a national championship by four strokes. He would go on to become one of the true superstars of the mid-1960s PGA Tour and captured the 1964 Open Championship at the Old Course in St. Andrews. Want to learn more about Tony Lima and his life on the PGA Tour? Y'all know I wrote a book about him, don't ya? Check out Uncorked, The Life and Times of Champagne Tony Lima, available on Amazon. Here's this week's bonus story. Alvy Thompson of Toronto shot the most fantastic round of golf in the fourth round of the 1962 Mexico Open. After hitting three drives out of bounds on the first hole, he recorded a 10. He then recovered from that horrendous start with birdies on the second, third, seventh, and ninth holes to make the turn in 40. He missed a hole in one on the ninth hole by six inches. He kept up his torrid pace on the back nine with birdies on the 14th and 16th holes and shot a 35 for a total of 75 on a day when the scoring was high. He finished in a tie for third place with Don Massengale, the leader after the first and second rounds. Stan Leonard of Vancouver, B.C. shot a final round 75 and finished six strokes behind the winner, Tony Lima. This put two Canadians in the top five of the Mexico Open. Thank you for the enjoyable round. 
be sure to check out the Tour Backspin weekly newsletter on Substack and sign up for delivery to your email inbox or visit tourbackspin.com to sign up and explore our other offerings, including long-form articles, videos, and the newsletter archive. This week's source materials include the reporting of the AP and the UPI, as well as my own research for the book, Uncorked, The Life and Times of Champagne Tony Lima. Today's intro music is by the band Crowander, and the song is Whiskey. Other music provided by the band Blue Wave Theory with the song Get Your Kicks on Future 86, and another of their songs, Lava Spout. If you like the Tour Backspin show, please tell your friends and subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Join me next week as we have a tea time reserved.